On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It's five minutes after six here on High Tide, currently out on Sydney Harbour. Winds are from the west at seven kilometres per hour. If you're thinking of heading out today, sounds like the day to do it. Westerly, below 10 knots, becoming north to north westerly in the morning, then tending north to north easterly, 10 to 15 knots in the afternoon. Sunny conditions, about 0.5 of a metre on the swell. Right, and Ricky wants to say you don't have to wait till Monday just to talk to John Laws. You can call 13 12 69 and talk to us. Too true. Saturday and, and know, Sunday and Stevie Bowler I'd, especially. I'd like to talk to Stevie Bowler who's in the studio with us this morning about knives. You and I were having a good chat mm-hmm. off air about it. <laughs> why get a knife sharpener? Guy, why, why get a, a a professional to come in and, and sharpen your knives. When I, I've got a little, you know, sharp matic at home, that's good enough, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. not really. No. Look, <laughs> those uh, sort of sharpening things that you buy at uh, shopping centres and things like that, they, they do the demonstration and they go, oh, look how much steel this takes off when I draw it through twice. It's um, If you look under a microscope at, at or even just a magnifying glass at the blade edge, and the horrible things that those uh, tungsten uh, blade you know, rippers are doing. They are rippers. That uh, is exactly it's, it's right. It's not doing your, your knife any favours. Now, um, and I, the- I've always been somebody that was reasonably happy with the job I, I did on sharpening knives. And, and until. Then I, I, until. <laughs> uh, I met uh, this fellow, Justin Ogg, uh, up in Tenerfield. He was he's travels around uh, with his lovely wife and... Um, yeah, he said, oh, yeah, I sharpen knives. I saw, saw the side of his truck and said, oh, you sharpen knives and chainsaws. He said, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, I'll bring down a knife or two. And then, uh, you know, he, he sort of sharpened these knives for me and then I was like, I'll be back. And, uh, yeah, I think I've... Oh, I couldn't... I've lost count of the amount of knives he sharpened for me because I'm a big knife collector. I'm a big knife guy. And uh, he also did my chainsaws. He does, uh, you know, machine the bars and uh, sharpen the blades of my chainsaws and uh, holy weaver. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's chalk and cheese, isn't it, the difference yeah, between doing it at home? You say you're a big knife, man. Do you have a crocodile, crocodile Dundee knife? I do. <laughs> I do. I've got, I've, 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 got, I've, I've got them all. I, I, I've got... Yeah, literally, we I've probably to... got nudging a thousand knives. Well, talking at, you were talking about the Saddler earlier on, and that's a craft of its own. So too is knife sharpening. And Justin Og is joining us online. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning, mate. Uh, there is nothing like a professionally sharpened knife, and I don't care what anyone says. It just makes cutting tomatoes so much easier. But tell us, how long have you been doing this for? Oh, well, it started with life, really, but... Um... As as my work life, but oh, at least twenty years on the professional side, yeah. Wow! Mm. And so you you just travel around, but you've you've got the website as well. So you you sort of sell a few knives, but people can send you their knives to be sharpened and things like that. And you do chainsaw sharpening where you go and and all that sort of good stuff. So yeah, the uh, the, the Australia Post part of it, the Express Post, it, it works extremely well and. Um, Ever since uh, fuel ever went up to where it is now, it's just impossible to do your work any other way. Um, the crews can't go around the block for twenty bucks, so it's and it's 
so quick. Like pretty much anywhere in Australia, you can be reached within about three days. So yeah. it's it's just so well done, and it's so well tracked, and it's actually made a hell of a difference. Actually, it's better than when I, when I used to not do it that way. So um, used to drive around, collect, and do lots of that sort of stuff. But you can't do that anymore. And um, yeah, so it's actually been a sort of a find, really, the, the the postage side of it. And we do so much of it, like, um, so you sort of go from town to town, but the town to town bit also is your post office. There, there's your parcel collect. When you go to towns, there's stuff waiting for me to uh, knives and postage waiting for me to do, and then you get work while you're there, of course. But um, it's the postage end of it. Yeah, it's awesome. So, Justin. Fish shows and their their knives and and uh, you you would have seen some you know I've probably given you some uh, horror uh, examples of, <laughs> of neglected knives and things like that. Uh, what what are the the big no nos that people do with the knives that you as a, a professional knife guy just look at and just cringe. absolutely cringe? <laughs> uh, I heard Steve talking there just earlier. Pretty much that horrible V grinder. Um, machine, come potato peeler, whatever you want to call it, it is horrible. Um, knives uh, have a profile, so it's like I'll, I'll talk, try and talk quickly. But from spine to edge, they have a they have a profile, and um, so if you just put that into a V shape, it just keeps putting this horrible angle all the way back. An edge comes from the side of your knife. It never comes from the edge. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds strange, but people sharpen a knife, they go straight to the edge and attack it. Um, it, it never works, never will work. Um, you must remove metal from the sides until the edge appears. Right. Um, and there's all plenty of techniques to do, to do this. Um, ours is all completely highly polished. You, know, you see your face in it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I showed, showed the boys an example of your your work. The the little knife that we we caped out a deer on uh, uh, what Wednesday night. We we shot a deer out at at parks, and uh, I looked at the guy yeah. that I was guiding, and and he sort of looked at me and said, "I don't have a knife. I've only got this pocket knife." But uh, <laughs> I knew it was was pretty sharp because you did it for me, and uh, it just absolutely zipped off this. Uh, uh, you know, quite muddy uh, cape off this um, fallow deer, and then we we cut its head off with it as well. And uh, you know, I can still shave my arm with it. It's it's that good a job. Uh, and yeah. uh, so, one of the things you taught me as well is no wooden chopping boards. Don't put your kitchen knives in the um, the dishwasher because yeah, you know, I, I had no idea, but you you explained to me that the corrosive sort of abrasive nature of the dishwasher tablets really don't do your, your knife edge any favours? No, they're highly acidic. Um, they're, they're, they're quite 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 bad, really. Um, they're good for China, but uh, not good for your knives. And a lot of knives are sort of like a high-carbon knives if you, and various amounts of stainless. Um, the, the blade is a real chemistry set, and um, that acidity will just uh, sit on globules on your knife and, yeah, it just eats it away. Um, and, like, the wooden chopping board is highly abrasive. Uh, you can't see it, but they blunt chainsaws, and I don't care whether you use end fibre, 
all these other terms that they like to come up with. But a store's grit, it has its own grit of its own. Doesn't matter whether it's bamboo, pine, doesn't matter. What, what would you recommend? Ha- Sorry, what would you recommend to cut on if 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 we're not using a board? No nylon, mate. Nylon board is absolute nylon board. You can scribe like doing leather work and all stuff stuff like that. You using the pinpoint of your a pocket knife joint. Normally, you're not using much of your blade, and you can scribe all day on that. The only the only abrasion to that is the leather piece that you're cutting. You do that on a wooden board, and you'll be out in no time. Like yeah. you just, it, it's highly abrasive, and not only is it wood. I can't even believe they sent. They actually sell marble, rock, glass, plastic. Oh, <laughs> you can't. People bring out. Oh, I've got a nice marble board. Oh, I'm as well going to drag it on the concrete. I, I have. I can't comprehend that that is a thing. But they look pretty. They go on the bench tops. They look pretty. I say, well, keep them. Leave them on the bench tops, and then pull out the nylon board and stick it on top. Buy yeah. a whole heap of Express Post so you can send me off all your knives to sharpen them at once a week. Yep, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Uh, so, if if people wanted to to have a look at your website, that's nice and easy, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, oldsharpening dot com. That's a double g sharpening dot com dot au, and yeah, so everything's sitting there. I do tend to lean towards high quality. Um, there's so much we're skipping past here, but there there is blade quality um, and the made-in quality. I, I, all my knives are made in Japan. They're actually stamped made in Japan. Uh, that's one thing I must stress, that there's a lot of knives out there and they come in with Japanese or German steel written on them. They are not. They are not. You, you must buy made in, and it must have that symbol stamped on it. But outside of that, it is pretty much just rubbish, and you can pay a fortune for it. Don't believe the price. Can I ask you, Justin, why is it a necessity? Why do we not have a quality knife here in Australia? We, the Japs would be using our steel. Well, that's the raw product, but um, as I said, if it was, say, Japanese steel and German steel, it, it's a virtual plate, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and this is what people don't get past. I've, I've, I've had this question thrown at me plenty of times. Um, I want to support Australia, and I said, well, simply, mate, we're not as good. Um, there's craftsmen, like, you can lay out a whole banquet of tools and materials and give it to three different craftsmen. And you'll get three different jobs. And you can give them all the same gear to work with, all the rest of it, but it still comes down to the craftsman. And and the people often say to me, so, Christ, what you do for your sharpening is unbelievable. Why don't you make a knife? I said, mate, I'm not good enough. I said, the heat treat in a knife is a craft, and it takes a long, long time. I'd have to follow that little man over in Japan around for... 30, 40 years, and then I might say one knife is not a career. And I've had Australian knives given to me, um, and basically they're just what I call butcher grade, pretty much low grade. Um, there's no temper in them, there's no, they're soft and no consistency. And But what comes out of these other countries that actually we all, no matter what country we are, we excel in different things. And they just excel in that area. 
so much. And when it comes to the sharpening, and I God, I can pick it up instantly. And that's where your knife edge comes from as well, the amount of time that it will last you after I've done my work. Um, and, yeah, I, I know you'd like to say, yeah, made in Australia, but as soon as I see that, I go, oh. <laughs> Well, it's the same with the motor cars. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. same with the motor car. You know. their, their pride in their work is incredible, and I mean pride. Like, just the way they even package the knife. She's yeah. like, I don't even want to throw the package away. Yeah, it's, it, 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 you want to keep it in there. You just you, you put it, it's almost <laughs> like you want to put it on the mantelpiece. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, it's, um, but I will say one thing about, like, in my website, I am very particular with what I do. Um, th- th- there's, like, every knife that leaves my website, and this is huge, it, it, um, and it's a mistake made by nearly everyone. A new knife is, by our standards, dead blunt. Yeah, yeah. So even if I got a Japanese knife now, they win on profile alone because they got a, a killer spine-to-edge profile. So they're always going to be reasonably sharp, whether they, whether they, what they do, but it is still not hand-sharpened like what we do. They have a little prickle down the bottom, and when that's worn off, and unfortunately, a lot of people have all these knives, and they do buy a really nice knife, they never ever see what it can actually do. Mm. It's in, quite incredible what it, it can be sharpened too. But um, new knives, like I know plenty with, uh, they think factory sharp, and so when <laughs> they literally buy another butcher's knife to get another sharp knife, I said, but the, the knife's already the knife's blunt when you buy it, and they just don't believe it. And the same with a chainsaw. A chainsaw straight over the counter, the chain straight over the counter is dead blunt. Yeah. Factory is dead blunt. Like I double the speed on a chainsaw blade from on a chainsaw chain from you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is amazing. So people get out there, have a look. Stop doing uh horrible things to your knives, like putting <laughs> them in dishwashers and uh yeah, that sort of thing. And uh yeah, Justin does have a, a really nice selection of uh uh, hunting, fishing, filleting, kitchen knives, the whole nine yards, uh, and uh, the edge that he puts on them are, are just mind-boggling. So jump on ogsharpening.com.au. That's O-double-G-sharpening.com.au and have a look. Thanks so much for having me. That's no great. worries. Thank, Thank you, you for coming on. Yeah, so well in the impressive. morning. We appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. All right. Cheers, mate. There he is, Justin Ogg, and don't forget that website, Wellworth. You know what I loved about listening to him? When he was talking about the wooden chopping boards, and mm. you can hear the passion oh, he yeah. has for his very, job. Very much so. And I've got to say that I've got timber chopping boards at home. Yeah, I had. They're going, yeah. listening to, and I'm yeah, serious. No, it, it, I it love my knives. Yeah, no, as I say, I had uh, global knives. We got them when we got married, and uh, they were always pretty sharp. He he did them, and honestly, you could take somebody's out, appendix out with them yeah. you know, at the at the hospital. Like they are just scalpel sharp now. I thought I was doing Horrific the right thing by, by having a wooden board, and I've learnt from that this morning. So I'm grateful yeah, that he I, was. I was the same. I was, yeah. I was like, well, why wouldn't you just you know wooden board, plastic board? What's the difference? It's very Big interesting difference. because butchers have always had the block. Yeah, butcher's box, but that's for, for chopping, uh, chopping you know, and, and cutting. And things like that. But yeah, if yeah, you look no, at, at a butcher's shop, the, he'll have the uh, 
You might have a wooden you block. You have for... a look at the block and see how many cut marks are in them. Yeah, because he's, he's actually chopping mm. rather than you know, slicing and, and things yeah. like that. So No, that yeah. was really good to listen to. We need to take a break. 21 minutes after six here on High Tide. Last week you told me on Thursday night, go and buy a Penrith jumper and wear it, right? Because I'm passionate about Parramatta. Yeah, so awesome. I put the Penrith jumper on, walked in the house. Yeah. Well, I got every explicit under the sun. Yet. And I'm thinking, Graham set me up here. Yeah. Yeah. We just expected look, look. she'd be a nicer person. Look. <laughs> Talking sports. My 10-year-old daughter has started playing for the Casino Cougars. She's training right now. And- oh, oof, good stuff. Yeah, it's all the negative boys that ring you up. Like, you know, there's good stuff that happens in the game. I gave them the following options. One, fix your streaming service. Two, reduce my subscription. Three, send me a Chromecast free of charge. Or four, get stuffed. <laughs> Talking sports. I want you to stop what you're doing now, folks, out there in your cars. See if you can drive 10Ks an hour. It isn't possible. Are you finished with your... No, no, it's worthy of a rant. Can I lean on your experience in rugby union and rugby league? Yeah. We're going to talk sports. <laughs> Ian Hughes. Gavin Robertson. Peter Tunks. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au You can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here, and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63... 72-33-33. Do you suffer from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au. Or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 25 after 6 here on High Tide. Beautiful day we are heading for. And it should be the same up around Maroochydore as well, Kieran. Yeah, the crabs are on the run. <laughs> you were talking fishing, right? Uh, yeah, we're talking fishing. Just... We're talking to Swanee. Good morning, Swanee. Good morning. How are you, lad? Good. Well, at least I backed a winner the other night. 
did you? Yeah, the Raiders. Oh, uh, no. Uh, not the Raiders. Yeah, the, that'll be right. That'll be right. Rabbit, Turncoat. The Rabbit. The Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Who, won, who, won, who won last night? We didn't watch it. Oh, uh, the Sharks won. We know that. Yeah, yeah we knew the Sharks. Well, I don't know who won the second game. I went to bed early. So did we. Well, the moment you and I have got two out of two. Have we? Yes. Um, you all got the Storm and I've got the Sea Eagles. So did the Sea Eagles win? We, we don't know. know. They were leading. They were in front, I think, 14, uh, 12 8 or something when I went to bed. 40, uh, 40 minutes into the game. <laughs> Well, I'll turn the pages. Wait a minute. I'll turn the pages of the paper and see if this says anything like about that. Uh, was the bash fest? The, it says bash fest at Brookvale. Eighteen to eight. Uh, sorry, yeah, eighteen to eight. So the, the three eagles won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got three out of three. There you go. Take a photo of it. Won't happen again. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> We're just having a laugh, actually, with Brendan because and Yvonne, as you know, sends out all the results. Yeah. Had Brendan's phone number that you gave her wrong. So someone out there in phone... Well, I didn't phone give the wrong phone number. Brendan gave it. Oh, yeah. going on. We're blaming <laughs> Brendan again. You guys blame Hello, me Brendan. all the time. Brendan cops it in the neck. Poor fella. Brendan, can you make sure you get rid of this subtly change during the week, please, yeah, bud? Brendan, what's the go with the weather? Honestly, yeah, well, it happened before. She had two grants in the, in the phone, phone, and uh, she kept sending the results. We had a grant in the comp and last year, and she kept sending with this grant. It was actually a, a bloke we met in the pub. He was he's a strapper for uh, one of the lady jockeys, and uh, <laughs> uh, we got yarn and we got his phone number. And yeah, he's been getting it in the after about three weeks. He sent back, "Don't send me any more." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So anyhow, yeah, okay, fellas, back to the fishing. Yes. Yeah, the weather's been great during the week for the school holidays for a change. Uh, really good early, uh, just uh, yeah, 10 to 15, 20 knots uh, in the afternoons. So, and it's going to be the same this weekend, very good. You know, if you're on your way out there, uh, you'll you'll have really good sea conditions. Um, a metre of sea, I think. Water temp is still up around 25, so it's still good for pelagics. And they've been getting uh, uh, a few marlin this week came in, a few blacks and a couple of blues. So uh, just over the next month, they, they tend to turn up this time of year uh, on the marlin ground. Uh, a lot of boats got out to the marlin banks and Calounda wide, and they found plenty of reef fish out there, some good snapper, uh, kingfish, Samson fish, some uh, uh, a few nanny guy too, some large mouth nanny guy. Uh, closer reefs, still a little bit quiet, but yeah, another month and they'll fire up with the biggest snapper and the, and the furlies as they come in for their uh, spawning run. Um, off the beaches, a few brims starting to show up off the beaches at North Shore. Uh, yeah. If you get past the dart, that's the only worry. Um, the, the river's still a little bit quiet, but we had a lot of traffic on the river, of course, for the school holidays and the Easter long weekend. But uh, uh, the brim was starting to turn up down around the Black Banks and, and uh, Channel Island. There was still a few flathead around, of course. You get those all year round, uh, no worries. I talked to Greg mate, the other day, and he's been fishing further up the river and getting some nice grubber off the bank. Um, anyway, that's about it for the river fellas. I haven't had the crab pot in yet. Uh, I'm waiting for next week. 
uh, Warren uh, uh, steps on Moses' birthday next Wednesday and he's ordered seafood volumes, so <laughs> the pressure's on. I've got to get the crab pot in <laughs> Monday, Tuesday night. So uh, we'll have uh, what he's ordered for his birthday. Yeah, um, I suppose if you're out in the boats, after, after this weekend, of course, it's going to quieten down, so get your pots in. Uh, this is probably one from here the next couple of months is one of the best times of, of the year to crab, especially around the full moon. Uh, yeah, generally that's about it. We're over okay. there. Unfortunately, we lost uh, one of our fellas, uh, our neighbours, and Gary uh, Cameron. He was in uh, in the putty tip and comp, and uh, Gary lost his battle with dementia, and, and uh, he uh, he passed away, and we had the funeral on Thursday. But we had to wake up at the waterfront pub, and anyhow, we were sitting around having a food in the yard and talking about gas and, and reminiscing. Apparently, he was one of the Queensland's uh, best greyhound tra- trainers in his day, which I didn't realise. And, uh, he, he had one uh, one uh, greyhound, I can't remember its name now, but in the Hall of Fame, and, and uh, he was well respected in the game. Yeah, a very nice man, Gary. Anyway, uh, yeah, we, uh, we grabbed him, sort of. Well, amongst all the food there, they, were, they had those little hamburger slider things, you know, the sliders. Mm-hmm. I do. Someone had half eaten one, so I grabbed the bun off it and uh, I went over to the railing and uh, I tossed it. I noticed just up around the bank there were a couple of young fellas there tossing Lewis soft plastics, you know, 13, 14 year olds. And uh, I threw a bit of the bun into the water and of course the brim, I know what the brim are like there, they're fairly solid brim too, I'll tell you, they're like piranha and uh, the water just boiled up and I threw another one in, before I could even throw another one in, there's half a dozen of these little grommets underneath the veranda tossing wheels in all directions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no avail mate, they wouldn't touch it. There was young blokes, I'd throw another bit in, throw another bit inside, throw another bit in and then there'd be lures flashing around where they were boiling up. And I, I said to them, I said, they won't take it. I said, yeah, mate, go home. I said, make a lure up like a chip or a chisel, and you might have a bit of success. Yeah. <laughs> or a bit of bread. You'd catch me with a up. chisel, Swanee. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> yeah. Anything that anything like that goes off the radar, they get uh, monstered like, uh, like piranha they are. But anyhow, the kids are having a bit of a fun. Good to see them taking up fishing and, you know, Getting away from their devices. Okay. I'll talk to you earlier in the week. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you if if you make it up this time. Yeah, I hope. He's been trying for about a month and a half. Tuesday. He's been. Don't forget your battery charger. No, (laughs) I got that. that Brendan's got that out ready to go in the car. Yeah, he went to kick it over the other day and then. That is a doornail, it is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're here Wednesday. There's a brand new battery, yeah. too. He's been trying to get up there for a couple of weeks, Swanee, but it's Brendan's yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah bloody no, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he makes it Wednesday, he's invited to the, to the seafood volumon for dinner. Oh, for dinner. Oh, see, now you're talking to his stomach. So <laughs> yeah, his, his stomach and brain don't works. often work, do they, Stevie? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you got to talk to who's in charge, which uh, is the stomach. Dear, dear. See you later, gang.
Okay. Have a great weekend. Ciao. 27 minutes away from 7 o'clock. It's always great fun when Kieran's in the studio. It's no fun when he's not here, Steve. It's true. We can't look at him just sitting there going, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Only 20% of pedestrians killed on our roads have a blood alcohol content exceeding 0.15. Never let a mate walk home drunk. Brain tumour. Migraine. Dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call one 300 Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on Brendan's fault. Of course. Why not? 
Why not blame him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so therefore I catch up with Dave. Uh, Dave, you know, he's uh, interviewed Glenn Munsey. Yes. Well, Dave Munsey. Yeah. Munsey caught up with Munsey. Well, I didn't catch up with Munsey. I bumped into him at work during the week. He's in fine form at the moment. Did you inform him that he can't tip, a little only can't fish as well? <laughs> so, uh, but his uncle can, Dave. So he's going to come to the program one day. And then we've got Big Tony, he's an um, IT man. So good. That, all right. that's Spe- all good. Speaking of tips, we better do the tips. Yeah, the race tips. People are anxiously calling and. Okay. Yeah. Check out the Facebook page. It's up on the face ache. But well, not, not everyone has the, the face ache. Did you call so it they the face got, ache? If they haven't got the Facebook page, it's race one, number two. Yep. Race four, number three. Yep. Race seven, number one. Yep. And race eight, number 12. That's good, man. And, and if one, one more thing we better talk about is the New, New South Wales DPI Fisheries has got a job going in Sydney. If uh, anyone's interested, it uh, closes on the 18th of April, but it's the uh, Recreational Fisheries Education Officer. So like the BEOs of the maritime world, it's so, basically not sending out fines. It's encouraging people to... You know, learn how to fish, going to schools and events and all that sort of cool stuff. So, so hang on. You want to be somebody who can communicate well. Yes. You want to be somebody that knows your product. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a TV star. Paul Burt, got a job for you. <laughs> he needs another one. You're there, Paul. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, cracking line, mate! That's that's awesome. Like that's that's genuine nineteen uh, forties cutty hunk line. That is that's terrible. <laughs> is that really bad? No, oh, that's, that's better. better. That's better. Wow, wow! That's um, that's Telstra. Mm. The phone call for four hours yesterday. It's just <laughs> anyway. All good. How are you? Um, and I'll leave it for that job too. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> How's it been up there? I think you're overqualified, but not to worry. Yeah. Hey, uh, good, mate. Good. Really good, actually. We've had um, some good weather. Uh, it's a little bit blowy at times in the afternoon. Early morning has been sensational. We've got some beautiful weather coming through today, and it's looking looking lovely, actually. Lots of people out and about and enjoying themselves and making the most of what's going on at the moment. Now, this morning, we're going to talk to you about prawning. Mate, it's been, it's been phenomenal. People are coming through, it's been crazy. So, look, you know, people, it's, just, it's a real only on the slot at the moment. You'll come up, you may get them, you may not. You know, this is the thing, it's a hard one. You can spend a lot of time and money, boat fuel, all that stuff to get there, and you catch one or none. And then you might go the next day, or the people got on the day before, and they, they bag out. And we had one of those days, or we had a few of those days this week where it came on, and other days it didn't. When it came on, it was phenomenal. Yeah, we used this new technology. It's actually been around a couple of years, but it's called Garmin Lifescope. I want to briefly talk about that, and it's an ultrasound, basically, under the water. So when you go and get, uh, if you're having a baby, uh, you go into the doctor, they put the wand over your belly, and you see the baby kicking and moving around, and you, the heartbeat, you see all that stuff, and it's like, wow, yeah, it's pretty amazing. But then what they've done is you've turned that kind of tech into something you put under the water and you put a pole on. So Robbie Payne, um, he's got he's made these engineering poles up that you put the transducer on. The transducer runs in three different angles. So it's not just standard transducer under the back of your boat. What this transducer does is it basically 
um, goes across like on, an, on one angle, then another angle, then another angle. So there's three different modules all in this built into this one head unit that's on the bottom of this pole. So while you're driving your, your tinny slow, um, you're using this other pole beside you with a little handle on it and you're moving it around. And as you move it around, it's showing you a 360-degree view in front of the boat, around the boat, side of the boat, behind the boat, everywhere. So a normal transducer on your sounder, you drive over the over the actual image um, and then you reverse back on it and cast your net. Right? So what this does is it shoots around you and then you steer the boat to where it is. And you can see them in front of the boat, you know, go up maybe 30 feet in front of the boat and haven't even got to the actual spot because it's in front of the boat. And then you, you tell the person up front to cast. Well, we did that. And it was the first time I've ever done it um, in this with this tech. And it was amazing. Like, there were people around us catching prawns, but then we were catching prawns. Man, it was Bags and bags. You know the beauty of this, guys? The beauty is we had our cameras on board filming everything. <laughs> we had the cameras filming the, on the sounder. You can see the, the net. You can see the knots tying the, the fishing line together to make the net in the net on the sounder. And then you see the prawns all scattered around. You see this net, a perfect-shaped net just funneling down over the prawns. It's, it's incredible. We use this uh, technology for Barramundi up in Awonga a couple of years ago for Step Outside. And you can see the Barramundi in the trees and you'd be casting your, your vibe out, let it hit the deck, and you'd be lifting your rod tip, watching the vibe on the sounder, vibing up and down. And then you'd see the Barramundi slowly come out. You can see, you can see his eyes. Like you see the scales from there. <laughs> like it's incredible. And you're watching the... You're actually watching the sounder over the rod tip and waiting for that reaction bite, you're, you're, you're actually watching the, the sound. And when he comes out and he actually bites it, it's direct feel to your rod tip, you know what I mean? It's, it's incredible stuff. It's a different way of fishing. Um, and But using it on crustaceans is something that's next level and, and it worked really well. It's incredible stuff. So a lot of people, it's an expensive thing, but you're not just using it for prawns, you're using it for many other fish. So you could use it for, for mackerel, for marlin, finding bait balls, finding different ledges and finding fish in structure, um, you know, looking at going up next to a bridge pylon. And this stuff is one tech, um, that tech is one barracomps up north and all that because, you know, guys have come up in their boats, they've got this gear on their boat, and they, you'll have 10 boats all fishing this one bank full of snags. And the boat will come past and you'll just drive you along with his, uh, his live scope on, the Garmin live scope, and he'd drive them along, sand on the back, and think, oh, no fish there, or one nothing or whatever and they drive off where everyone else is driving along thinking oh, I think there's bait there some fish and having a car so not doing any good you know so it, it, it's that kind of tech that, that wins competitions and big competitions pay big money and they can afford to pay pay for this kind of um, stuff to put electronics to put on your boat so it's a it's an awesome way to do it and uh, fortunately we were on another boat that did it uh, that was a Garmin boat so um, you know Gordy, Gordy Triplet he's got it all set up nicely and uh, it was good to showcase that back to people at home. I can't wait to bring it to air. Do you know, i just got to let you know, you had an invader, bloke called Al McGlashan. Yeah. Al took his, came with his wife, Ord, and his son, Cooper, hmm. up there to visit none other than Cole Tannehill. Yeah, cool. Up yeah, there, the and Cole's from Shimano for everybody that's listening. Yeah. And uh, while they were driving around to Cole's place, they're looking at all these canals, and um, 
Al thought, oh, geez, there's a real good spot with the drain coming backwards, and um, let's go and fish there and caught a hair tail. Yeah, unreal, aren't they, the hair tail? This time of the year, too, so it's getting cold enough for the hair tail to come in. Yeah, no, sure. So, so um, that's not a one-off? No. No. Oh. Mate, the hair tail, you get a lot of hair tail up here. We, we used to fish a lot of hair tail. There's a couple of certain spots in the Broadwater now where you get a lot, but sometimes yeah. the hair tail get in the SeaWorld deep hole, and we'd have to run, we would actually, because it's such a finicky fish at times, is we would have to, and, and an amazing-looking fish, um, massive teeth, Beautiful mirror, you could comb your hair looking at the at the skin, you know. Anyway, there. Um, but we'd fish the seawall deep hole during winter at night on the moon, and we'd fill it up our WA pilchards. We didn't use a whole pilchard. You'd fill up the pilchard into these just nice, slow medical fillets, and uh, and we'd use a, a very lightweight game hook on them, and uh, you'd mate, you'd just put those out lightly weighted if anything. Uh, into that deep hole, and you know, some of the hair tail you catch would be upwards, uh, you know, four foot long. They'll they'll be hair tail. Oh but... yeah, I've uh, caught on where they've been up to six foot. You know, yeah, they're big. That's a big and, one. And but they've the... got a monstrous head on them when they come out of the water. <laughs> but they're great to watch wreck. swim, folks. Be... And, and the Gold Coast, uh, there's wreck there, an old houseboat wreck, and that holds hair tail as well. So you get regularly get hair tail there during the day, um, which is which is pretty good. Yeah, but they're good for the people to look at. If you're not a fisher po- person and you see them, yeah. here's this fish yeah. swimming upright. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's a different, different, different fish. And where they go to um, other times of the year, I don't know. Quite interesting and fascinating fish to understand. Try and understand anyone. Yeah. Mm. And good to eat. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I was about to say that. Can mm. we deal with um, a cooking session tomorrow about yeah, the various probably. types of prawns and how we should? Uh, address that. Yeah, I'd love to, mate. Absolutely, we did some good cooking this uh, this week and um, did some anaconda nights with some, and um, love to share it with you guys. And and yeah. I'm doing some prawns up today. Yeah, so, yeah and because we've got the Sydney International Boat Show coming up in July too. In August, yep. August, July, yeah, yeah July, August, and uh, you'll yeah. be at that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's on from the third to the sixth of August. Um, the boat show this year. It's. Um, so it's a, it's a good one, yeah. We can't wait. It's all on the one level. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big show. And, of course, before that, the Century Cove International Boat Show yeah. is on as well. So at the end of May. And today, of course, is Encore Saturday for Step Outside. What can we what can we expect for those that missed yeah. Sunday's premiere? Yeah, mate, last uh, last week we were out there uh, with uh, Lee Roy and... Uh, and um, and Big Arnie from Shemaro, uh, doing some some catching of uh, of fish around the Swains Reefs, uh, which is pretty cool stuff. What they've done there that was all on last week, but tomorrow we've got a fantastic show on tomorrow as well. So you'll have to uh, check out all the beats and find out what it is. I think we're trolling some Halco Laser Pros tomorrow, which are a really good offshore lure. Give you a bit mm-hmm. of an insight. They're a fantastic lure. You can troll them at you know, various speeds, up with around you know, from two knots up to fifteen knots if you t- pull them right. And uh, but they, these things just the fish magnet, so uh, as well. PB, you have a great day, and we'll chat to you tomorrow. Good on you, boys. Have a great one. Enjoy yourself. See you later. Cheers, Thank mate. you. 12, 12 minutes away from seven here on High Tide. Loyalty isn't what it used to be. An analysis of variable rate mortgages reveals the full extent of what is known as the home loan mortgage loyalty tax. Essentially, a homeowner who sticks with a single bank 
for the life of a $500,000 home loan will end up paying an average of $20,000 more than someone who shops around or plays money lenders off against each other. Can you believe that? Brant's Voltitude on 2SM. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429. 2969-1413. The legendary Don McLean starry, starry night. is returning for his farewell tour of Australia to celebrate the 50th anniversary of American Pie. And I love you so. Saturday, April 22 at the Sydney Coliseum, Broody Hill. Tickets on sale now at oneworldentertainment.com.au. I started singing bye. Don McLean, last shows ever in Australia. Get your tickets now. If you're involved in the recovery phase following the recent devastating floods, be at the Floodplain Management Australia National Conference. Floodplain Management Australia is a not-for-profit association with a network of practitioners who seek to share their knowledge in reducing the impact of flooding. Be at Sydney's Lunar Park Conference Centre from May 23rd to 26th. You go to floodplainconference.com or you can Phone 0266509800. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A R B O R V I T A E. Dot com.au or phone 1300 879 863. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Nine minutes away from seven. If you're heading up to Port Stephens, you might want to pop into Salamander Bait and Tackle. Uh, they're at 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. If you're not and you want to give them a call, 49820711. But Kieran, don't do it now, whatever you do. Do not ring them right now. Why? Because to- Matt's joining us online this morning. Got the bosses back. G'day, Matty. How are you? Good morning. Happy Saturday, fellows. Yes, it- no, you don't ring now. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, lo- lovely day up here today. Um, sun's out, or the sun's going to be out. It's coming through. No clouds, no rain predicted. Uh, moderate seas, they've come down about 1.5, 1.6. And light winds, mid-20s. I think it's going to get about 25 tomorrow. And... Um, Slider seas and light winds as well. No, no significant rain predicted. So I'd be out having a fish 
early morning, which is, no, well, this is not early for us, but uh, early morning or late afternoon. You got a high tide, 3.45 this morning when Kieran got out of bed to come to work, um, and another high tide this afternoon, about um, 10 to 5, more or less. So um, conditions pretty good, I think, outside the V, the 21 reef was producing some, so was some producing some traggling during the week. Um, uh, Sark Island, Peter Silcock with some nice uh, snappers around there, as well as Big Island in the washes. The beaches, lots of mullet have moved. That west, those horrible westerly winds that we had um, over the uh, public holiday weekends last weekend, they've moved those schools out there along Fingal Bay Beach one mile, and you'll see them along the Ruby too. So they're normally the um, the mark of the winter species, so that sort of triggers our brim and um, uh, Taylor and things like that might move through. So um, there'll be no doubt Mr Sharkey will be hanging around there as well, especially around Fingal Bay with his heaps of them. And um, we're having a crack at Jewfish at the change of tide tonight, I'd say. Um, Shortcut, some flathead over there, some nice garfish still being taken off the wharf at Shell Bay. Um, a few boom around the break wall, but they're starting to appear. A few blackfish around the break wall and the Anchorage break wall, but that's just sort of the beginnings, more or less May onwards. I think we'll start talking more about those. What else have we got? Just having a look in the diary of the boulders on the other side there, it was producing some brim in the washes. Um, and that's pretty much it for the week. It's been, uh, the weather's improved um, from last week, of course, and then uh, into the second week of school holidays now. So um, hopefully, and I saw you put your race tips online already, so I'll share those very soon. Okay, and don't forget, if you're headed over to Lake Macquarie, you can fish the mouth, they're running there and out. The tide changes there. And also up the back of Fulbar Island would be a good spot for fish as well. Yes. Down there, that'd be lovely, Lake Macquarie. Um, I uh, must love you, ladies, fellas. We've actually got to go to work and do stuff. Can you, yeah, I can hear the crowd in the shop. Yeah, yeah. try try and get that out of your system, it's, Matt. It's, it's a standing room only. <laughs> um, you have a great Saturday. I have the race tips win. And uh, young John has last day tomorrow, so you can ask him more about the freshwater fishing in Canberra, which will be super riveting, I'm sure. <laughs> Look forward uh, to it, Matty. Uh, no worries. Thanks for that. Have a great Saturday. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Salamander bait and tackle. <laughs> well worth uh, popping in and saying hello. 163 salamander Way he does make rods bay. and reels, mm-hmm. uh, makes them up for you as well. So yep. that's good. And he stocks all the Shimano range. Well, yep. the we pro didn't, didn't get the uh, fuel prices though. So. No, no, no. Well, he, just, no. See, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to bag the the, the, the fancy <laughs> diesel. He didn't, didn't want to bring us down with. Uh, yeah. the, uh, I got a question. I got a question <laughs> for Blake no, tomorrow on the fancy diesel. He was running off to put money in the till. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, what are you up to today, Stevie? Yep, as I say, we'll wander down now to the fish markets, grab some bait of some description, then come back and have a quick fish, and then some breakfast, and then, yeah, total you, back. I think we've got... Uh, are you going to keep the fish you catch? No, nah, I think we're going to be popping them back to, today. Uh, yeah, we've got, got too much stuff on for the rest of the weekend, and uh, I don't have any esky with me at the moment. Well, how much have you got on for the? Uh, uh, if we pay you enough money, will you come in tomorrow? I'm in tomorrow. Yes, so I'll definitely be in tomorrow. Pay the man. <laughs> pay the man. I can have. I can have tomorrow off. Uh, I saw, I saw him take a well. five dollar note out of his wallet once, and the queen was blinking in the light. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's all worry. Thank you. Thank you very much for that.
That is the okay. That is the program for today. If you're heading out west, a westerly winds ten knots, becoming north to north westerly in the morning, then tending northeasterly ten to fifteen in the afternoon. About half a metre for the seas. There is a bit of uh, swell about too. A current of one point eight heading down the coast. Sunny conditions. Beautiful day to be out on the water. What would you want to do besides that? Keep your eye on the sky. That's what you've got to do. And uh, I'll be out at Bella Vista Hospital today. And uh, thank nurses. Look after me. Please. I've <laughs> got an autograph session going on That's out there. It. See you all tomorrow on High Tide. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.